Hello and welcome back to the St. Teresa Community Podcast. Um, it is not just me or two other people in the room at the moment. There are many other people. Does everyone want to say hello, first of all? Hello. hello. Okay, so as you can tell, there is more than two, as I just said. Um, you are joining us live from the St. Teresa Community Gathering uh, here on a Tuesday evening. We have just um, finished Lexia. We're keeping it open-ended today. Um, so we can talk to you about the Synod that has come out recently. Um, and as a community, we are here today to talk uh, with each other and talk through the questionnaire that has been, that has been handed to us. Um, so we can start a, a link between us and the Vatican, which is which is kind of exciting. Um, as our Lexo um, picked up on, it's really important that we see ourselves as um, invaluable assets to the church, to the Catholic Church, especially as we transition through um, this. Hope to God, end of end of COVID times and and into the new. The new time, really, and it's really cool that this kind of questionnaire has come out at this time, especially for this generation of St. Teresa members that we have who have been so, so proactive and so active um, throughout these few years. So it's really apt that the first question in the questionnaire is, what has your faith meant to you these past 18 months um, living with COVID? And to open up the questions today is going to be Selly, who was, uh, among others with us today, was part of the uh, the first ever episode of the St. Teresa Community, uh, Community Podcast during lockdown. So it's quite apt that uh, Selly kicks us off today. So Selly, I'll repeat it again. What has your faith meant to you these past 18 months uh, living with COVID? Um, I think... My faith, especially during COVID, is something that has like united me with a lot of people and especially at Downside, coming from a small school where no one was really Catholic and then coming to Downside where there's so many Catholics and it's something that kind of unites a lot of people and even if they're not, they can kind of relate and take part in, in some of the things we do. So I think that it's definitely something that brings us together during lockdown when we had St. Teresa's on Zoom and doing the podcast. Um, it was something that definitely yeah, brought us together and was something that we could look forward to. Mm-hmm. Did anyone else share something or, or pick something up there while, while Sally was speaking? You know, just I don't want to take you back there, but let's go all the way back down to, um, to when it was genuinely really, really difficult during COVID. I think like during lockdown and stuff, it gave me and I'm sure to a degree that more opportunity to think about your faith, my faith, mm. and especially with by doing we still had St. Teresa's every week and we started doing the podcast and it was a really good time to like actually have the space and the time to yourself to think about your faith and develop it and question it without sort of. Knowing that you had the support around you from school, but not, it was also like it was good to not necessarily be physically immersed in school, even though obviously it was hard being like isolated from your friends and people. It was a really good opportunity to have your own personal reflection on your faith, on my faith. Um, and so, yeah, I think as horrible as being in lockdown was, it was really, there was definitely, that was definitely a positive that came from it. Perfect. Thank you, Sophie and Sally. I think, you know, a lot of you will resemble those thoughts as well, especially how difficult it was and that the fact that you all sat here, as I, we try to mention every week, that the reason you're sat here is because you want to get closer to God and 
perhaps without lockdown, some of us wouldn't feel as close to God as we feel today. Um, so moving on into into the Catholic Church as it is today, would anybody else like to share their thoughts on um, what what do they think of the Catholic Church as it is today? Mm, the silence. <laughs> I'll kick it off. I'll kick it off. I think the Catholic Church as it is today is um, revolutionary. I think it's revolutionary. I think I look at it today as we're sat in this room and the fact that all of you guys are here to be able to talk about your views and opinions and echoes and share them so willingly is such an important sign for how the Catholic Church is moving. And you're all a part of that. And you are such a big cog in that wheel that you can go out into the community and, and spread that. And it's really important from what Vicente was just saying to say that you are the church. The church isn't the abbey or the church isn't the priest or the church isn't the pope standing there on their own. It's all of you and the actions that you do in every walk of life that formulates the church. So by having all of you going forward and actually moving forward of how you think the church should be lived out and, and the values of the church should be lived out. That's how it's, that's how the church is growing. Yeah. And you can all formulate that. Go on, Maddie. Um, well, as a group, we watched a film, it's called Fran Francisco. Um, and for me, that was quite a revolutionary like documentary to watch because I don't think I realised how like open-minded the Catholic church really was until I watched that documentary and how sort of, aware they were of like our generation and what we were interested in um just in that documentary in general was pretty interesting mm -hmm. i recommend it um it had lots of like current affairs <clears throat> of what we find like current and fascinating um i think yeah in general the catholic church is quite open-minded to that and um, yeah i don't think i realized that until i watched that, that mm -hmm. documentary as much so it's quite interesting mm-hmm Sorry, Sales. Um, I was just going to say, it's so kind of along the same lines as Maddie, but I think that, um, especially when you're a child, the, the church can be seen as something um, associated like with the older generation, mm -hmm. and very traditional, and I think that, like, as I grow up, I'm beginning to realise that it's more than just, like, being forced to go to church and say your prayers. It's like, I don't know, it's something, like, deeper than that, I guess being proactive like yeah. in the world and like having that as a driving like influence and force mm -hmm. and having it like knowing you have the support of the church mm -hmm. to like take part in like, different walks of life mm -hmm. kind of reassuring yeah perfect um when we move on there how how do you guys celebrate the presence of god in his word and in the sacraments maybe we're willing to take that one on freddie you look like you're you're waiting to say something. Well, well, um, well, we 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 all do it. We, we did it like ten minutes ago. Mm -hmm. We did it in in Lexio. We we sat it all around in a circle and mm -hmm. we we read a piece of scripture and we, we spoke about it. And I, it's it's become very clear to me since I've joined this that God dwells within scripture, and that is that is a. A fact that I will always stand by because of this because because of Lexio is that there is there is you can have a moment that you can have an echo you can you can share something 
and it will be completely personal because God has touched you. And I think this the scripture has God inside of it. And uh, yeah, I think that, that's mm. quite an important point to. So Freddie, you're new here into this community. <clears throat> to St. Teresa's, yeah. Yeah. And before St. Teresa's, what work were you doing within the communities? Um, I was in St. John's. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I still, I still am. Mm -hmm. I, I was in St. John's since uh, fourth form. I'm now in Lower Sixth. Mm -hmm. And what what made you come into St. Teresa's? <laughs> well, ju just before, um, I kind of had a moment where I began to believe. And I... I uh, there was there was one person within uh, the community called Nicholas who saw it instantly and he took me in immediately and through St John's and through through the Lexio it just evolved into something so big and so brilliant such a big part of my life and even through COVID even through when that hit going back to the original question you know that it carried on going. And I, 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 I can't really say how or for what reasons, but it, it grew then. Um, and now I'm, it's two years later, I got baptised, confirmed, and, mm. you know, that now, then it, it's all to do with, with what we do here. Mm. And I think that's, that's big, it's such a big change in my life, and I have only this to kind of thank. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Freddie. Um, what concerns, worries, issues do you have for the future of the Catholic Church? I think it's really easy to um, sort of get caught up in the, like, in the mindset that the Catholic Church, like Sally was saying, the traditional side of it and mm. how with the new, like, with current modern issues and topics, debates that the Catholic Church hasn't got, like, um, has the wrong approach to these things and I think it's very easy and like like even like I would do it sometimes I just automatically think that like I wouldn't defend the Catholic Church because I think that they're they're in the wrong or they have they're too old fashioned it's too old fashioned but actually so like I think that's oh like the worrying thing that people don't really see that it can be like it isn't actually like that and like Maddie was saying with the film, like that really helped me open up my mind to how the Catholic Church approaches such issues. Mm. And I think it is really important to to like consider that mm. and as it has such and I think that's what we do really well here. And that's why it's so important being part of a group with, of young people, people the same age as as me, um, talking about these issues and how the Catholic Church affects what we think. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Jeff? Yeah, I think sort of two sides of, of the issue. On the one hand, you want a church that's engaged with modern problems. But on the other hand, we always want a church that shapes society, not a church that's shaped by society. Mm. And that, sometimes I, I would worry that you get to the point where if you're letting the church be influenced by what's outside it, rather than the church influence what's outside it itself, you get to a point where you almost begin to lose what it what it means. Sort of, because we want not everything that's modern is right, not everything that's old is proper. But you sort of have to get that balance where the Catholic Church has existed for two thousand years, and we want a church that might, might not say the exact same throughout history is at least consistent in that 
if we believe that the church is right, then we want to go and spread the church's message out to wider society, not try and change the church to fit into a modern society that often goes against the church's teachings. Hmm. Uh, it's interesting because one of the things that I was... Oh, go on, Marie. I just wanted to add one thing. So I think it's very common to just take things out of context, and this is how many people attack church nowadays. And we just, we are kind of scared to defend our rights and like our beliefs. But I think we have to remember we are just not alone. And there are many people who are just too shy to say we are Catholics and mm. we are with you. But there are just many people who have the same beliefs. And if you see any statistics which are anonymous or something, you just can tell. And I think we have to remember just if one of us speaks, there are many more people. Mm. I think that, Maria, is exactly why this has been sent out. Because they want to hear exactly that. They want to hear that people know that their voice matters and their voice is inclusive to this whole formulative vehicle that is you guys and your young uh, Christianity and Catholicism. And you are, you are, as I said, you are, you are the cog in that, Joe. I think, yeah, I think Maria's right. But it's also it's not just exile. I think also in town there's a uh, a worry that the matter sort of the church might misjudge what we. Think. Yeah, what you, yeah. You know, they sort of they might think that we think one thing when actually we don't. It's, yeah. it's sort of like Maria was saying, often that often there's people who are worried to say yeah. to defend from the proper Catholic perspective. And we wouldn't want the Catholic Church to then think that's we don't defend it because we don't believe it. Yeah. It's sometimes people don't defend it because they don't want the social stigma of having defended it. Yeah. So it is um it's important you know, that the church understands that most people actually do support what they say. Mm. It's not people don't support it in public not because they disagree with it, but because they don't want sort of often people don't have the courage to defend it in public. What changes would you make now to the Catholic Church? Well, could I think sort of on the other side? Yeah. So what, what would <laughs> change on the Catholic Church would be that what I would, what I would advise against changing perhaps would be, yeah, like I said earlier, the sort of drive to fit in, but I think sometimes can grip any group you know you have to i hope the church keeps its convictions mm. and doesn't believe that in order to remain relevant or to say popular or attract more members it has to somehow change itself to fit in because in a society like the one we live in you can never do enough you're never going to fit into a constantly changing society and if you have a church that constantly changes to fit into the society that's also constantly changing you'll end up with something that doesn't really stand for anything so it has to have a a constant path so in a way, I hope it almost it doesn't change too much in that it stays true to itself and doesn't lose its way of trying to fit into something that will never ultimately accept it in one set form. What is your mission? What is my mission, it says. What is, but what is, what is, what is your mission? We can break it down to, to what is your mission within St. Teresa's. I mean, because um, our, this group is mainly focused around community, for me, it's sort of about like giving back, in a sense, and being part of this community. Like, okay, I'm going to pause like, you there. I'm going to pause you there. You said give back, yeah. which is the serving aspect. Can you relate that into your faith? Could you, could, could you, could you bring the same mission from what we're saying about St. Teresa's into a wider yeah, why celebration of faith? Because I think what's e what's easy to say is when I say what the reason why I said to you uh, maybe Saint Teresa's is because you're part of this 
group and part of this community, it's easy to put a label on what we do. But perhaps when we're, we're, when we're looking wider at ourselves as an individual outside of these walls, practicing our faith, then it suddenly becomes quite difficult to nail down what we actually do. But what you are doing is, yeah, what you are doing is you are serving by, by going out there and, and looking at that faith. Um, oh, can I go on. This is sort of about the question, like, what, what's my mission? I think for me, what St. Teresa's put down, like, school has done and helped me with is to never stop questioning things in a sense, like, in a positive way, in, in a sense that it's never wrong to question what I believe like how I believe it and you know the people around me and because that's by questioning it I, I feel that I am able to develop my faith and grow closer to what I, I believe is what I wanted to believe and I think that's something that I'd hope to continue because sometimes it feels really daunting questioning my faith because it's like why should I be questioning it it's not it's not the right thing to do but however I think actually it is, I, I think it is the right thing to do, and that it helps grow my faith. And the last question this evening is, what is God's dream for me? What is God's dream for me? Not me, for, for you <laughs> lot. And we all try to figure that out. Okay. We all, well, at least I'm trying to figure that out. Okay, how can you help yourself figure that out? Carry on doing what we're doing. No. Okay. What what's what's a way of getting so in in terms of figuring it out, how how are you gonna get closer to figuring it out? By doing what God asks, I guess. What what you think what I think is, is right in terms of life outside of these walls, uh, in terms of myself, what if I can expand as a person and grow as a person. I think I can kind of, I can start to understand more as well as practice my faith. I'll be able to understand more. So, you know, they, those two points are quite. Yeah, I think sort of disarmament and sort of discerning what God's will for you, for you is. I mean, can, some people dare hit their whole lives trying to discover and other people will find it much more easier than others. But I think it's the sort of thing, in order to discover what God wants for you, you have to spend time in God's presence, whether that's through prayer or mass. So I think it's a sort of, I think it often is a lifetime thing trying to discover what it is. But I think discerning God's plan for you requires just remaining close and present uh, with Him. And that's sort of the, the best way to try and cut through the noise of the world to get to His core message. I think, following on from Joe, I think it's kind of less important of what God's dream is for us because I think as long as we're, you know, being kind looking after the world, that's what we're doing, like God's will in that way. But with that, you can also do the things that you want to do. So live your life as well, obviously as, like, as well as you can. But if you have, like want something that you want to do, chase it. You shouldn't live your life like according to someone else, even if that's God. I mean, just do what you want to do, I think. I think, um, following on what Matt said, like, it's quite difficult to know what God's dream is for you and it may not necessarily be a fixed dream. I think it could be like changing all the time and it could be developing all the time in yourself depending on what kind of things you're doing with your life in different times. Um, but I think just kind of staying strong in your faith and 
observing the community around you and just kind of doing things that make you happy and that I suppose that give back to the community like what Maddie said um just kind of yeah doing what you feel what is right really and um it may not be what the most popular thing is all the time but um I think it's kind of leading to that journey that God's kind of paving the way that God wants you to go through and so yeah I think it's a really nice way to finish the questionnaire in terms of asking what is God's dream for me because that's something that you can keep now going around and, and when you go back to the house now and thinking what is God's dream for me how do I get closer to that maybe it's through prayer maybe it's through service when you go to the to the uh, help for homeless with Viona on a Thursday maybe it's uh, coming here every Tuesday maybe it's engaging in something like a podcast yeah that those are all ways of, of growing closer to that um, but what you must know as always is that by by being here you are you are the vehicle that is going to carry the church to where you want it to be yeah and, and you all make the church what what it is so don't remove yourself from those words of church because as Vicente was saying earlier it is you and you are the foundations you are the 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 the, the, uh, the mortar if you want the brick and mortar of, of, of what the church is um, so yes, that has been the St. Teresa Community Podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening and God bless.